to the Built Bar courtside seats and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so back here at L.A.'s Gersten Pavilion, we go to overtime, tied at 76. LMU made its last six shots from the field to end the second half. BYU wins the tap. Foose back to Alex Barcelo, and A.B. from front court, left to right. Lucas, baseline drive, kick in the corner to Seneca Knight. BYU playing its second overtime game of the year. Lost at Utah Valley earlier this season. Down to a 10-second shot clock for Lucas. George, three-point range right back to Tijon. Down to a seven-second shot clock. Tijon, step back, triple. Nope. Rebound. LMU saves in on the end line. BYU five-point lead late in the second half. Didn't hold, and LMU's made six straight from the field as we go to overtime. 4.20 to go in OT. 76-76 our score. Keep going to Eli. I mean, why not? Scott posts up Foose. Single team. No double. Oh, Knock away. Knock away by Foose. Barcelo front court right side. A.B. will bounce pass it to Gideon George. That's a good matchup here. Gideon George on Leo Pepe. Looking to pass back out and does to A.B. on a bounce pass to the right wing. Down to a 15-second shot clock. George open for three. Takes it. Misses it. Rebound. Shelton. BYU's taken 31 threes. Make it 30 threes. Now 12 for 30 on the night. Shelton. Outside the arc right side. Give to Scott. Scott, Leo Pepe back to Eli. A weave handoff to Quintana. Quintana drives it right to the rim. Layup good. And LMU takes the lead in overtime. Quintana's got 10. 78 to 76. BYU left the door open on a free throw miss in the final 15 seconds. And LMU got it to overtime on an Eli Scott layup. With three seconds to go, A.B.'s half-court shot spun out at the horn. Marcelo front court. Straight away, George. Left corner, Knight. Hand off to Foose. Through Foose's hands to A.B. Right corner, Lucas measuring his steps. And in and out from three, the rebound to LMU. Holy smokes. Already two minutes gone here in overtime. BYU's not scored in the extra session. 78-76, LMU leads it. BYU was down 17, led by five late. Leo Pepe, hand off Merck Veladze with 2.40 to go. Merck Veladze cut off, has Scott three-point range right. Down to an eight-second shot clock for Quintana. He's 35 feet away on the right. Over the shoulder to Scott, three, top of the key. Heavy, rebound. Tap by Foos to Barcelo. BYU runs a three-on-two the other way. A.B., free-throw line jumper, fouled on it. He'll get two free throws in a two-point game. A.B. back to the line. Barcelo, get the double figures. With two free throw makes here. He's one for two at the line. He missed the first of two with about 15 seconds to go in regulation. Again, cracking the door open for LMU to get it to OOT on something other than a three, which is what happened. Marcelo shoots two and makes there. So 78-77, LMU leads it by one. BYU shooting under 50%, now 49. The Lions shooting 57% from the field in this one. And they certainly heated up at the right time late as A.B. goes 2-for-2 two two and ties the game 78-78, 2.20 to play. First two points of the overtime for BYU. Barcelo with 10. BYU with four and double figures. 78-78, our score. Quintana. Perimeter left. Perimeter right to Lamage Lewis. Lewis hands off Shelton. Loner stays with Shelton who finds Scott at 20 feet right side. Eli Scott. Squares on Foose. Foose blocked him. 
That's another block shot for Foose. New career high for Foose on a double-double night for Traore. 17 points, 12 rebounds, and four blocks. Elbow jumper for A.B. in the lead. BYU's up 80-78. to 78. Alex Barcelo knocks it down, left elbow. Great screen from Foose to Freem. He's gassed right now, though. Timeout, that's good for Foose. Both teams received an extra timeout here in overtime, so BYU sitting at one timeout left, and LMU having called it, also left with one timeout. 30-second break is all here. I think initially they signaled full, but this one just might go 30. So we have 98 seconds to go in overtime. BYU in a little 4-0 spurt right now to go back up 80-78. to AB with now a dozen for BYU. 17 Lucas, 17 Foose, and 18 for Gideon George. Gideon George one off a career high. Tijon one off his BYU career high. Foose two off his career high. And AB just doing AB type things on a 4 of 11 shooting night. 12 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists for Alex Barcelo. Yeah, two big plays from Foose. The block on Eli Scott. Great job, and then he comes out and sets a high screen for Barcelo and just destroyed Quintana, leaving Barcelo open for a little 15-foot jumper. Those are the kind of things that win games for you. BYU 80, LMU 78. Foose 17-12 and career-high four block shots. LMU in. Scott to Shelton. Out front is Cam Shelton. Switches from his left hand to his right. Now back to his left, moving it left. Gives to Quintana. Three-point land left side on Lucas. Lucas goes under the screen. The pick and pop from Leo Pepe, but Quintana will stay on the dribble. Now finds Shelton with a seven-second shot clock. 120 on the game clock. BYU by two in OT. A dive low by Scott, and the lay-in is good. So late in the clock, they go to old reliable Eli Scott. 80-80. to We're tied up with 110 to play. Alex Barcelo, front court, left side, now top side. A bounce pass to Lucas, goes low to Foose. Foose, good position, lays it up and in. Foose Torreone with 19 points, tying his career high. And BYU's on top, 82-80. to 80. Scott and Foose just going head-to-head <laughs> -head down low tonight. And they get a stop. 48 seconds. Down to 45 and a 19-second shot clock. Quintana, oh, nicely done by A.B. He reached a hand. In front of Quintana, whose pass to Scott's knocked out of bounds by Barcelo. It'll stay LMU basketball with a 16-second shot clock, a 42.6 game clock. BYU 82 and LMU 80. Mark Pope's going to sub in Gideon George for whom? For, oh, for Foose. Yeah, he's yep. tired or kind of limping a little bit as well. So Foose will get a quick blow. Seneca's also going to re-enter here before the ball is blown in. So Knight in for think, yeah. Nell. Just for defensive purposes, you got your best defensive team with Foose having to come out, looks like. Cooks may be a stop away, Mark. 42.6 yeah, to go, two-point lead. If you use some time here and get a stop, then you're, they'll have to foul next possession. Shelton. Left-hand dribble between his legs. Lucas goes under the screen. The popper is Scott. Now he drops low. A dig on Scott. Out to Shelton. Shelton harassed. Shoots the three for the lead. Back rims it. Rebound, Leo Pepe. Leo Pepe up and scores it on the stick back. Well, BYU will have a shot to win it. So it's 82-82. to 82. The shot clock is off, and BYU can play for the final shot and the win. The Cougs have one timeout remaining. Coach Pope's not calling it. We're down to 13 seconds to play. Lucas, slow dribble. Down to 10. Early. Lucas, cut off at the sideline. We're down to 6. We're down to 5. Lucas, left wing. Seneca Knight will drive the end line. The shot. Foul. At the horn. Foul. And a foul. He needs one. 
The shot was blocked. They're going to go put time back on the clock. Zeroes on the clock, but the foul came before the expiration of time. <laughs> Stan Johnson says time ran out. No. The shot was blocked, but there was a foul on the play, and they'll go to the monitor to put some time back on the clock. And it may be a free throw for the win. Seneca Knight will go to the free throw line where he's not taking a shot tonight. So Seneca Knight got the start, one of four from the field, one for three from three, has not taken a free throw tonight. Again, zeroes on the clock, but we believe the whistle came before the expiration of time. And they're going to the monitor to review right now. Now, we have no look at the monitor from our angle, but there's one behind us, and Mark might be able to get a look there. Either way, it'll put Seneca Knight at the free throw line. There will be time left and free throws for BYU for potentially the win. Seneca Knight has taken free throws in four straight games coming in two today. Has not shot today. Against Gonzaga, he was six for six. The game before that, he was four of five. So Seneca, 10 for his last 11 from the line. He's a 72% shooter on the year, and it will be a two-shot foul. Well, this is a whole different story, shooting these free throws. Unbelievable amount of pressure. Just needs one. Just needs one. There's going to be some time, but I can't imagine enough time to do anything. And, and if, you, if you make the first one, yeah, you miss If you make one. the first, just missing the yeah. second will make it so that there's yeah. not enough time to set anything up for anything other than maybe a heave of 90 feet. And so 82 to 82 is our score. Currently zeros on the clock, but time will go back on. It will put Seneca Knight at the line with a chance for BYU to escape from Los Angeles. Escape from L.A., that was a movie. Or Escape (laughs) from New York, maybe. But uh, the Cougars trying to escape from L.A. with an 82-82 score. And Knight going to the line. Escape from L.A. was the sequel. And all we need is one here, though. And so we've got Seneca Knight. Gets the one of two free throws, game over. But, man, that's a, that's a tough free throw. One thing is if there's time, which there, there has to be time. So Seneca will have guys on the free Sometimes you don't, if it's just him without guys on the, on the lane, not even more pressure, but he's going to have guys on the lane. And he's got two shots, so it takes a little bit of the pressure off. But, man, if he misses that first one, it's going to be very interesting. What Seneca got in his blood here? Now, as we we sit opposite the scorer's table, all three officials are still at the monitor. And we've yet to see the time put back on the clock, what the number will be. Seneca Knight, late in the shot clock, elevated baseline, got hit 1.0. So one second on the clock. Yeah, Seneca st- at the line for two, a two-shot foul. He got stuck over there and had to shoot it. Seemed like it was clearly a foul. He got hit on the shot. Here we go. And now BYU's going to put two teammates on the lane, Gideon George and Alex Barcelo. Seneca at the strike. 82-82 uh, in it. overtime. One second on the clock. Seneca bounces the ball three times, spins it in his palms, bends the knee, shoots and scores! Seneca Knight. Seneca Knight makes it 83-82. Will they call for a miss? Or do you just want to give them a two-point lead and say if they got to beat us on a full-court three, so be it. If you make it, One timeout remaining for LMU. 83-82. Second, intentionally missed the rebound to Scott. Oh, timeout. Point one on the clock now. They'll look at this. So Seneca threw the ball relatively hard at the hoop. It ricocheted off the rim, no good. Scott grabbed the rebound. 
There's .1 on the clock right now, but that may go to .3. And maybe even more than that. Uh, .1, they'd have to throw it almost full length and have a tip. That's all you can right. do. So I, and, and really more time should be added in that as soon as a player touches the ball, that's when the clock begins to run. So not a lot of time went off from 1.0 to what we currently have at 0.1. What are they going to put back on the clock here? It's currently 0.1. It may go to 5. 5 tenths, 7 tenths, 7 tenths. 7 tenths. So enough time for a catch and shoot. And BYU's lead is 1, 83-82. So it was an intentional miss by Knight. But the rebound went to the right guy from LMU's purposes. And it was quickly called timeout. So the final timeout taken by the Lions. But keep everyone in front of you. Try and catch, make them catch going away. Don't 80, foul. 83-82, BYU by one. Cam Shelton will inbound, 94 free feet away. Merkeladze. He can't move. Merkeladze and Leo Pepe in the backcourt. Scott and Quintana in the forecourt. Shelton on the end line. And George will guard the inbounder. And again, can't run it, right? Cannot run off the missed free throw. So Shelton on his spot on the end line. 0.7 to play. BYU by one in OT. The ball handed to Shelton. Shelton throws it high in the air. All the way to the far side of the floor. Nope. Scott doesn't collect it. There's contact on the catch. There's no call. The game is over. And that will do it. BYU escapes with a one-point win. 83-82 to in overtime. The four-game losing streak is over. And BYU's NCAA tournament hopes are resuscitated. Here in Los Angeles. And what a comeback for the Cougs. A 17-point deficit on the road in the second half. They make it all the way back and make it interesting into overtime where the Cougars prevail by a final score of 83-82. to Post-game recap is coming up next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Greg Rubel for more BYU basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Back here in Los Angeles, BYU is a winner, 83-82 over LMU in overtime. And, and we can't quite say with certainty, Mark, what this win will mean at the end of this season. But tonight it felt Means as if BYU's <laughs> NCAA tournament hopes yeah. were hanging in the balance down 17 in the second half. And to come back and win this one says a lot about this team and may just put BYU back on the right side of the bubble to stay. Who knows? But, man, what a lot of heart showed by this BYU team, which had lost four straight. Had to be questioning itself the way the second half began. You find yourself down almost 20 uh, against an equally desperate LMU team. Tremendous effort. So many great individual efforts to help win this one. And the pressure on the shoulders of Seneca Knight in overtime in the final Seneca, second of man. overtime, needing to make one free throw to win it. That's exactly what he did as BYU wins it by one. What, what a night. I mean, wow. What a game. It's certainly more exciting than I wanted it to be. But you look at where BYU was and how quickly they got that back. Sit down seventh. That was some uh, 1980 Holiday Bowl SMU BYU comeback stuff. That was <laughs> like two minutes. They were down 70, and then it was tied. Tijon hit three threes in a row. It was amazing. The defense finally started playing a little bit. They caught up, and then it was just LMU kind of. Got, you know, gathered the senses a little bit and kept going to Eli Scott. And when they when they missed, it was uh, uh, you know down low inside getting rebounds. Leo Pepe and wow, what a game! And I'm just so happy for Seneca. Didn't have a, a good night shooting, but I had one three and it was huge. And they had one free throw and it was beyond huge. And wow, how! <laughs> and then the last play, 
Full court. It looked like it was going to hit the scoreboard. It's a low scoreboard. Yeah. Misses it. Almost hits the backboard. Eli gets it, but kind of falls to the ground, and nothing comes out of it. What a game. Whew. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> BYU shot 51% and, and was outshot on this night. LMU had one of its best offensive nights of the year. 57% field goal shooting for LMU, an 82-point night, but they fall by one to BYU. Cougs win at 83-82 in OT. So 51% field goal for BYU, 39% three, and 73% from the stripe. The Lions go 57%, 44% from three, and took just uh, six free throws, made only two. They're going to look at that. Uh, and not a lot going there, but still a two-for-six free throw night uh, for LMU. BYU outboards the Lions by two tonight, 31-29. to Really nice number for BYU and a turnaround from previous losses. The assist to turnover number, so big in BYU's wins, and, and a rough number in their losses. But tonight they go 20 assists and nine giveaways, only nine turnovers. LMU went 16 and 10, respectively. Four Cougs in double figures. And, you know, there were some nights where it was maybe just A-B and not much else among the starters. The starters <laughs> yeah. all really did it well tonight. Uh, Seneca Knight didn't score a ton, but he makes the biggest, you know, free throw of the night at the end. 18 for George off a start. 19 for Foo's career-high tying. Uh, Gideon was one off a career high. Tijon Lucas, 17, uh, nine assists. That's his BYU career high in assists. And Alex Barcelo goes for 12, four and four points, rebounds, and assists. Foose with his sixth career double-double, 19 points, 12 rebounds, career high four blocked shots for the freshman Fuseni Traore. And BYU's now five and one when Foose records a double-double. Off the bench, Spencer Johnson with three, Caleb Lohner with two, Trevin Nell with eight, getting you to 83 when you add it all up. LMU scores 82 on 26, a career high 26 from Kelly Leo Pepe. 14 for Cam Shelton, and that was one off a career high for Shelton. 16 for Eli Scott. He had a big second half in overtime. Merck Veladze with 10, and 10 for Quintana off the bench. Anderson, 2, and Lewis with 4. Added all up, you get 82 for LMU. The large lead for the Lions was 17 points early in the second half. BYU's large lead, 5 points early and 5 points late in regulation. The long scoring run was a game-turning run. 14-0 run for BYU in the second half, getting them back in the game. LMU's long run was a 9-point spurt. There were 6 lead changes. There were 13 ties. LMU still led for almost 23 of the game's 45 minutes. They led for more than half of the game and don't win this game. BYU led for 13 minutes and 24 seconds. Points off of turnovers, Lions plus four. Points in the paint, Lions plus 14. <laughs> Second chance points, Lions plus nine. The fast break to BYU plus two and the bench to BYU plus seven. Those are your miscellaneous categories. But the one that matters most shows 83 for BYU and 82 for LMU. BYU back on the winning track mark. They go to... 18 and 8 on the year, 6 and 5 in the West Coast Conference, and, and a must win game for BYU. You don't want to have two Q4 losses on your portfolio. The Q1 and Q2 wins are great, but you can't have too many of those tough losses. They've already taken one, couldn't have another one, and they found a way to get it done here tonight. I think at the end of the year, we're going to look back at this, and, and this half of basketball, we will look directly at this as the kind of the turning, the turning point. point. Because not only did you avoid the, the bad loss you're talking about, this is the kind of half that can really change a team and get them right and, and confident uh, to pull together and, and do something like that. Pretty remarkable. And that may be uh, a springboard for them going forward to do what they need to do. What, what a great performance. As awful as that was in the first half for me to watch, very disappointed in that first half. The way they played in the second half uh, was really impressive. 
There's still issues. I mean, defensively and rebounding, which I thought were the real strengths of this team, BYU is really struggling. It's not the offense. It's the rebounding. It's the defense. They're going to have to find a way to play a little bit better along those lines. Let's get to our New Skin data discovery of the night brought to you by New Skin, your innovative beauty and wellness company that helps you look, feel, and live better. Mark, what do you like in tonight's box score for a New Skin data discovery? Two numbers that I think are really uh, noteworthy. Uh, the nine assists from Tijan. He played just a complete all-around game and kind of willed this team to victory. And then the four blocks from TJ, or from, from, Foose? Uh, from Foose. I mean, those those are big, big plays that, you know, you look at the points a lot, but those two stats there were huge, and BYU needed every one of those assists and blocks. All right, those are the post-game stats. We'll have post-game conversations from courtside coming up after Jason Shepard brings you Cougar Post-Game Live at BYU Radio. That's coming up next with Shep. Then we'll return to L.A. with player and coach interviews. BYU 83, LMU 82 in overtime is our final score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.